Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Start Simple Podcast with me, Andy. Um, that's as much as the intro as we're doing. How are you? As always, thank you very much for listening. Um, should we get stuck straight in? In fact, before we get stuck straight in, uh, this is my marketing genius taking place. But if obviously anything that I discuss on this podcast or previous episodes, you think, oh, that's that makes sense, or I think that I could use the help around those areas, message me, let me know. Obviously, I work with people one-to-one on all of these areas, and I would love to work with you too. So that's enough of that stuff done. Today's podcast is on cardio and it's a topic that I think it gets misunderstood is probably the best phrase that I could use around cardio and it's one that I myself have misunderstood in the past um, and used incorrectly from my own experience so I'm going to talk about that a little bit as well um, because cardio is amazing so we're going to talk a little bit about I'm going to do a very little bit of like science and big words for you but it's just not that important so we will cover the science a little bit of cardio um, it, it genuinely is not important Um it's important to know. It's not important in terms of this is what you have to think about when you're running. Uh, we're going to talk about what cardio actually looks like, very common myths around cardio and fat loss, why we might actually do cardio and the benefits behind it. And then we'll talk about more so, and I think this is probably the most important part, how it can apply to you and how to make it work within your week, because ultimately that's why you're here, right? To get the best results for yourself. So before I touch too much you probably know what cardio is. Maybe you don't, but in general, we think of exercising like running or swimming or cycling or sports or going out on a bike. That's the same as cycling. You've repeated yourself, mate. Cross trainer in the gym, um, rowing machine, these sorts of things. That's what come under the bracket of cardio. But what actually is cardio? So when we perform any movement, any sort of movement whatsoever, Obviously, we require energy from our body to do that. And your body is this incredible thing that can choose the best source of energy for you to use for different tasks. It's like literally the body's job. And we have three main energy sources that we use within our body. So we have aerobic, we have anaerobic, and then we have something that's called, and I'm going to pronounce it right, the phosphocreatine system. All very nice sounding words, but what do they actually mean? So aerobic exercise is where our body breaks down oxygen that we're breathing in to help us perform the exercise that we're doing. Anaerobic, and I I still remember from um, when I first learned this, because it says ana, the na reminds me of no, that's how I remember it. So anaerobic means doing it with no oxygen. What we do instead of that is that we essentially break down mainly glucose, but other sources, sometimes fats within our body and use those things to perform exercise. And then we have the phosphocreatine system, which uses something called ATP, which is stored in your body. Um, and it uses ATP to perform exercise. Now, when would we use those different sources when would you use those different systems to perform exercise so atp or phosphocreatine system think usain bolt big fast quick sprints very very sudden bursts of exercise because it's so limited atp that we don't have long to use it we're talking 10 seconds max so before your body can even register that it needs to use oxygen or not use oxygen it's when you just like explode off and do something really quick that's called the phosphocreatine system that's called atp when we have anaerobic and we're not using oxygen that's when we are we're maybe working 
at higher intensities for shorter periods of time. Think somebody who's lifting weights. If you were to perform a set of bench press, say 10 reps of bench press, the chances are that your body is going to be using the anaerobic system. It's going to be breaking down things like glucose. That's why carbohydrates before training are really important. Um, And using that system to form exercise. And then we have the aerobic system where we use oxygen consistently. And the aerobic system is what we're talking about when I talk about cardio. So when we're performing cardio, more often than not, again, um, say it's a run that you go on for maybe 20 minutes, that's quite a steady state, 30 minutes, whatever. When it's performed at quite a steady state where you're you're breathing heavily throughout, you may be not quite able to hold a conversation, but it's something that you can maintain. You may be getting a little bit of a sweat on. That's what we would say is the aerobic system. And that's where we begin to use oxygen. And that's how cardio is usually defined is when we're working within that system. Can you use the other systems between during um, cardio exercises? Absolutely. Yes, you can. But aerobic is usually what we're referring to. So ATP, phosphocreatine, think Usain Bolt. If you're doing anaerobic exercise, think of maybe lifting weights. If you, Let's think of an athlete for aerobic. Um, what's, who's he? Mo Farah. Mo Farah. Mo Farah's using aerobic when he's running his marathons. Um, he's probably running them a lot faster than me and you, but listen, we'll all get there one day maybe. Um, so yeah, you, we want to be thinking of things like the running example I've just used, swimming, and basically things where your heart rate is elevated for a prolonged period of time. If you think of weight training, your heart rate might be elevated during the set that you perform. But then if you're training properly, you should be taking one to two minutes rest in between sets. So again, as an understanding of what cardio is, it's when we're using oxygen as our primary fuel source for exercise over a prolonged period of time. Again, just think of running. But that's essentially the quickest rundown I can give you of what cardio actually is. Now, how am I going to approach this part of the podcast? Fat loss. One of the most common, I'm going to say mistakes. I've said mistakes now, so I'll I'll stick with it. Maybe most common mistakes when people approach fat loss, certainly from an exercise perspective, is focusing wholly on cardio. When I used to PT in the gym, the amount of people who I'd chat to, and they'd say, oh, what, what are your goals? What are you working towards? And they'd say fat loss. And then maybe I'd see them in the gym or, well, yeah, I'd be on shift in the gym or I'd be doing a PT session in the gym. And I'd see the person who told me they had a goal of fat loss. And all I'd ever see them doing in the gym was cardio. And part of that is down to gym anxiety, which I've done podcasts on before and, and choosing equipment that maybe you're more comfortable instead of going into the areas that maybe make you feel a little bit more nervous. But also part of it is, is your understanding because I, I, I it makes sense. Cardio often makes people sweat more than maybe lifting weights. You see sweat as a, a method of losing weight. And if we took one hour of weight training compared to somebody who did one hour of steady state cardio, realistically, again, it depends on training intensities, but as a bit of a rule of thumb, most people would burn more calories in cardio. So then there is logic to it that says, oh, well, cardio must be better for fat loss. If we used exercise at all for fat loss, then perhaps. But exercise isn't the focus when it comes to fat loss. And I know that can be difficult. And and as many times as I'll say it, as many times as somebody else might say it to you, it can still be difficult to let that sink in. But again, just a reminder, think for yourself, how often do you actually exercise in a week? I exercise, I would say I'm, I'm very active. I would say I do 
six to seven sessions of exercise a week. So that maybe that's six hours in total, right? In the context of a week, I can't remember off the top of my head how many hours in a week. Somebody do the maths, 156, I think. Six hours exercise and there's only 150 hours left. That's the time where fat loss comes into play, not when we are performing exercise. So that's one reason why cardio isn't going to be more beneficial for fat loss, because again, we just don't have the time, the capacity of time to be able to really hone on. If you were somebody who told me you trained for three to four hours a day, different conversation, but that's not most people. And then actually really interestingly is that, and, and weight training can do this, it's not just cardio, but exercise, and this is often shown in studies, exercise can increase appetite. Like think of that logically, you're, you're burning more calories, your energy requirements go up, of course your body's going to increase the appetite. But what can often happen is, say for instance you burn 200 calories, it's really common where your appetite might increase and your body's asking for 400 calories. There's a guy called Ross Edgerly and he swam around the entire UK. Um, he's got a book about it, I did read that a while ago, it was good. Um, swam the entire length of the UK in however many days, I can't remember the amount of days. So he's doing intensive, long periods of cardio. In his time swimming around the UK, do you think he lost, maintained, or gained weight? He actually gained weight, and that's because his output was so much that he was actually more hungry than the calories he was burning. So it's just a reminder, like cardio can increase appetite, and I'm not not saying it causes you to gain weight, I'm absolutely not saying that, but it's just to be aware that it's not the answer that we need to be looking at for fat loss. As I tell you a million times, and I've said a million times before on this podcast, weight loss comes down to your time outside of the gym. It comes down to the nutrients, uh, the nutrient comes down to your nutrition. It comes down ultimately to your, the calories that you're consuming. It comes down to the 23 hours a day that you're not in the gym, whether that's around sleep, whether it's activity, um, but that's where we focus on weight loss. So cardio is not the answer to weight loss. And if you take anything from this podcast, please let it be that. Now, if it's not the answer to weight loss, why do I still actively encourage it? Now, this is a bit of a weird one because you often see PTs telling you not to run or not to perform certain exercises because it's not as good as lifting weights. And context is required because, all right, for muscle gain, for toning, whatever you want to call it, for body definition. Um, Is cardio as good as lifting weights? No. It doesn't mean it's better or worse. It just has a different role. It just has different things and different um, jobs that it performs in our body. Most importantly for your heart. Cardio is the single best thing that you can do for the health of your heart. So when you perform cardio, remember I said it before, that we are using oxygen, the aerobic system, Okay. When you're using oxygen, what's happening within your body is that you are constantly having to pump oxygen from your lungs, around your blood, through your heart. And the knock-on impact of the work that you put your heart rate... I've just given you the answer. The knock-on impact of you performing cardio, and again, moving that oxygen regularly throughout your body, the impact of that is it can reduce your resting heart rate, which is obviously great because it means a lower resting heart rate means that... When you are resting, your heart doesn't have to work as hard. We're giving it more time to rest and to relax. Um, It can help lower blood pressure, which is obviously going to have other knock-on benefits on your health. Cardio and improving the quality of um, your heart, obviously when we we then reduce risk of things like cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, it can help with um, that your brain is a muscle and we're we're pumping more oxygen and um, blood around your brain. 
supporting your immune system. All of these things tie into one of the things that I stress to everybody is life expectancy and quality of life. It's reducing your risk of some pretty minging diseases and giving you the opportunity to live longer and live better. Now, yes, lifting weights has some of similar benefits and ultimately I'll I'll talk about at the end how we fit these things into our week, but that's not to completely neglect cardio because, well, I'll be honest, I've I've done that myself in the past. So one other thing that I would say about cardio, before I talk about maybe my experience of cardio and how I think you should use it, a real benefit to cardio I touched on gym anxiety before, but for some people, you don't live near a gym. Maybe you haven't got a gym membership. Maybe um, you're limited for time or equipment or whatever it might be. Cardio, I know this isn't a very sciencey answer, but it's true and I see this from experience. Cardio is something that pretty much anybody can do without many limitations. Obviously, individuals' situations apply. But most people can go out the front door and go for a light jog. Again, you might have to build up to that, but you can still do it. You can still leave the house and do it. You may, most people, again, I refer back to what I was saying in the gym. Most people understand how to use, if you're nervous in the gym, you probably understand how to use a treadmill or an exercise bike. Um, most people, again, no, I've had to don't know if most people do know how to swim. But again, swimming is something that generally we're not limited as much by in terms of when it comes to lifting weights, you do need to have a good program. You do need to lift with the correct form and technique. And yeah, for some people that's, that's not the case right now. Or again, you may be a little bit anxious. Whereas I don't think really, in my opinion, there is many limitations to your ability to actually perform cardiovascular exercise. That's the posh name, by the way, for cardio, cardiovascular, um, which is another benefit. Sorry, just having a drink of water. Now, my own experience of cardio. Again, I've spoken many times on this podcast about maybe my relationship with food and things like that. This is my relationship with exercise. And I remember when I first really wanted to lose weight. And this is why I do I talk about this stuff on the podcast because the very first thing I did was cardio. And I got a little bit obsessed with it, if I'm honest. Um it got to the point where cardio, well, not got to the point. I hadn't really started lifting weights at this stage. And cardio was all I was doing. I was eating a very, very restrictive diet and performing an awful lot of cardio. And I've actually posted this picture on Instagram before. And I did. I lost weight. Um, I did it in one of the most unhealthiest ways possible. Uh, I since regained all of the weight back, as I'm sure many people have experienced. Um, But what actually happened when I lost all that weight, because I was only performing cardio, was... I actually, I, I looked at my body and thought, actually, that's that's not good. That's not healthy because I, I was just stick thin. There was no muscle mass. Um, and again, it was done through restrictive methods, which led me to them going back to my old ways. And as I'm sure you have experienced in the past, gaining, regaining the weight and all that jazz. So at that stage, I was doing too much cardio. I wasn't balancing it right with lifting weights. And then I discovered lifting weights and the world changed me. I was like, oh my God, this is what I've been missing out on. And I began more and more often to lift weights and this is until relatively recently and I'll tell you the exact moment I remember finding out this um I went and did a fitness photo shoot I got in what quote-unquote some people would perceive as the best shape of their life again that's a topic for another podcast on what shape people should be in 
Um, but I started lifting weights and I started to see muscle definition that I hadn't particularly seen before. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Sack, sack this cardio stuff off. I'm going to go down the route of, of lifting weights. And that was up until really I, I neglected cardio, even as I was qualified as a personal trainer. And then COVID happened. And I don't know about you, but I really struggled with training at home with dumbbells. It just, it, it was a real struggle to get motivated to do it. And then this, do you remember during COVID, the whole run 5k thing came around. So I was like, someone nominated me. I was like, oh, run 5k. All right, I will do. Because I'm a personal trainer and I lift weights and I go to the gym. So go on, then I'll go and run a 5k. And for those of you who know Manchester, I lived about a kilometre away from Withenshaw Park. So I thought, all right, I'll map my route out. I'll run from my house to Wivenshaw Park. And then I'll I'll do the rest of the 4K just running around Wivenshaw Park. That wouldn't be a problem. Sound. Let's, let's crack on. Let's go and do that. Um, so this probably a week into COVID, two weeks into COVID, whatever it was, when people were allowed out of the house one day and all that jazz. And I hadn't done any cardio for God knows how long. Like genuine cardio, hadn't done for a very long time. Um, at this point, I wasn't doing jiu-jitsu or anything like that. And I went for this run and I remember leaving my house and I probably got less than, well, I didn't get to the park, so it was less than a kilometre. And I got stitches. And I genuinely was like, oh my God, I can't do this. Because I'd allowed my fitness, uh, my cardiovascular fitness. And again, talking about energy systems, my aerobic energy system just wasn't very good because it's something I'd neglected for a long, very long period of time. So since then, like genuinely since then, and I built up through COVID and then I just made sure, obviously then I found jiu-jitsu, which is my entire life now. <laughs> but I made sure that I wouldn't neglect cardio again. And I made sure to to always find a balance between resistance training and cardio because for the overall health benefits and again, for me to experience, like I said, in my head, I was like, oh my God, I'm a fit personal trainer. Let's go for this run. And to to literally not be able to do it, I was like, okay, that's not, like, that's not preaching health at all. So you can go too far one way or the other. I do feel that you need balance. Now, then it comes into you and how do you fit these things into your week? And this is such a hard answer to give you on a podcast. So obviously time is the biggest barrier for this sort of stuff. If time wasn't a limit, I think a really nice balance for people is three days in the gym, lifting weights and two cardio sessions per week. I think that's a really nice balance. But again, five times a week to be able to commit to exercise is not going to be possible for everybody. So I'd always look, and the way that I would try and work with you to to start to apply some of these things is, what time have you currently got? What currently happens? Are you currently in the gym twice a week? If so, can we add on 20 minutes at the end of each session dedicated to cardio? Are you currently in three times a week? Can we do the same thing? Are you currently in four times a week and maybe we can drop a fourth weight session and put in a cardio session? And then another benefit to cardio that's just come to my head as well is that I think that cardio exercise, you can find one you enjoy. When it comes to lifting weights, ultimately there's only, that you can obviously have different programs, but the what a program looks like is inevitably you're going to be squatting, you're going to be hinging, you're going to be pushing, you're going to be pulling, you're going to be curling, you're going to be doing these certain movements with your body. That's what resistance training is. There's not many variations of it. Whereas cardio, I love jujitsu. That's what my cardio is. Um, you might love running. That could be your regular cardio. You might love swimming. That could be yours. You could do dancing. You might do um, a spin class. You might do God knows what else. 
But I think one of the big benefits of cardio is that you can really find something you enjoy with it. A sport, football, basketball, tennis, all of these things where you can start to, you can play with cardio a little bit and do it in a different way. So in terms of finding a way that to fit into your week, firstly, look at what's a realistic time frame for you to find and then make sure you pick a way you enjoy. The amount of people who say to me when we, so before anyone starts working with me, we have a consultation call and we talk about where things are at the moment. And the amount of people who say to me, oh, I just can't stand running. I'm like, all right, cool. Don't run. Like what? Just don't run then. Do, Do something else. And Again, it's it's just this idea that cardio basically means running on a treadmill. I would die of boredom doing that. So make sure you find a way that you can fit it into your week in a way that suits you, that you actually enjoy. Because yeah, like I said, there's a lot of variation with cardio where you can do that. So I think that is pretty much everything I believe is important for you to know about cardio. And one more thing, actually. When it comes to improving with cardio, I think that that's something that can come quicker. This is from experience with myself and with clients. I see um, capacity, aerobic capacity and ability to perform cardio. Results can come a little bit quicker with that than maybe that you would see with lifting weights. I think that takes a little bit more time. But I do think that with cardio, if you can remain consistent for it, I think you can see real dramatic improvements in, in two to three weeks. So again, that can be a real motivator if you have other goals alongside it when you start to see this progress in other areas, I think that can be a real motivator. Um, so hopefully that was somewhat useful, short and sweet, but there's not too much else to cover for cardio. So you make sure you include it in your week. If you have any questions, obviously let me know. If you want to find more out about coaching and working with me and programming and everything like that, also let me know. Otherwise, have a fantastic day, evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Hope you're having a good time, basically. And I'll see you on the next one.